Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm delighted as always to be joined by the big man, David Jameson. David, what's that? You got pain on your on your on your fleece there? You back to work? <laughs> pain, silicon, all of the above. I know. Listen, as I say, I'm not one of these full-time professionals. I'm still out here on the tools, graphing away, Andy. So, aye. Good man, good man. Well, listen, respect the beard as well, man. That's a badass beard as well, man. I love it. <laughs> Ah, it's getting there, mate. It's getting there. My mum's not saying that, but my mum wants me to shave it off. Nah, man. I, I, listen, if mine wasn't as grey as it is, I'd probably grow mine too, but mine's far too grey. Um, yeah, listen, I saw you ringside at the Liam Smith Eubank fight. Um, yep. Before we talk about anything else, man, wow. Did you expect that? I know, mate. Honestly, I, I had, regardless of the outcome, I had, I had it going to points either way. Um, but I mean, what an atmosphere in there! Mm. I mean, I remember back the sort of Ricky Burns nights in the SCCC, and I thought that was a, a serious atmosphere. Didn't touch that at the weekend. That was just incredible to experience that. I mean, obviously, I think I think with the the ring walks, you talked about the atmosphere, but both the ring walks were got the crowd going, and then. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the whole general consensus, the whole fight week for me when I was down there was what you just said there was either a points win for Liam or a points win to to, to Chris. So to win in the fourth round in that fashion, I think took nearly everybody, but 99.9% of people Mm -hmm. by surprise. Yeah, no, absolutely. But fair play to Liam because he he did say it in the build-up and he is, I'm an advocate of this myself. You put those 10-ounce gloves on and you touch somebody in the right bit and they're gone. It doesn't matter who you are. Whether you've got a great chin, a good chin, this and that, it doesn't matter. You put the wee gloves on, you touch somebody in the right spot, boom, they're gone. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, definitely. Well, obviously, uh, you're you're back on the tools, but I'm sure you want to get back to the real work, which is... uh, Boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How, obviously, the last time out, you 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 injured your jaw. Everything's sweet. You back punching. You back sparring. All the rest of it. Yeah, everything's everything's been bang on. Um, to probably start back sparring, if not this week, next week. Um, but that's me. That's me past my sort of ten weeks for contact and things. So I was in. I was in at the Queen Elizabeth. I got a scan, the X-ray. Everything's exactly where it needs to be. It just still feels a bit strange, but that's just all the scar tissue and things like that in it. But no, we're good to go. David, do you ever kick yourself? Well, maybe not much kick yourself, but do you ever sort of? Is there any regret now that you've took? the Mikel Lowell fight both times on such short notice because you should be, in the back of your mind, you're not thinking, I've only had a 10-week camp. 
I know. I know. No, listen, and it's a very good point. It's a good question, Andy, because what young fighters coming up and stuff like this, and it's I stay in the gym all the time, and yeah, I mean, we're all trying to get better at that, staying in the gym. But you can't, you can't peak the same way as you do through a camp. You can stay in the gym, but you, you can't. You, do you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's coming up to that peak, so you're sort of ticking over. And when the opportunities come up, you need to take them regardless of where you are. I mean, I might not ever get that chance again at a British title regardless, uh, you know, how far up the rankings I am and stuff. So, yes, I could have knocked it back and waited for the the ideal opportunity. But these these things often don't come when you're when you come up the way that I have. And it's, you, you know, you're a sell to fight boxer. You need to put bums in seats and sell tickets to, to pay for your opponents. When you're coming up that way, you need to take your opportunities. You, you know, it's, it's different when you're turning pro off a gold medal and all that sort of stuff. Then you're in the ideal world. But when you're living, when you're living this world, you need to take your opportunities when you can. Definitely, mate. That's, uh, that's probably well said as well for a young fighters going through. Take the opportunities when you can now. Obviously, you didn't do yourself no harm in that fight because you did take it with short notice. And probably majority of people would argue that you were winning the fight. You were pressuring him. And then obviously, I don't like to say lucky shots in boxing because I don't think any shot's a lucky shot because if you throw nah, it, you win it. Um, and he landed that shot, that great shot on the jaw. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you done yourself no harm and Sky seemed happy with you. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, no, listen, my, my, stocks, my stocks went through the roof um, off the back of it. Obviously, I was down there at the weekend with yourself and um, it's, it's not what I'm about, Andy, but I was actually getting stopped, you know, for pictures in the crowd off of it, just random English guys. Oh, David, how you doing? And this and that. And I got, got a fair bit of recognition off the back of it. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's obviously made a bit of an impression. I've just shouting for the rematch. I know I'll probably not get the rematch, um, but if we can press on in a different direction um, and get back on Sky in a big fight, let's do it. Well, let me chuck something at you. You probably know where I'm going with it. You probably seen my interview with Big Scott. <laughs> you probably seen my interview with Big Scott Forrest. Now, again, being the selfish jock that I am, mm -hmm. I love to see two jocks going at it, especially if they're big, if they're your size and Scott's size. Now, imagine that for a vacant title. Do you know what I mean? You're both with Sky. Yeah, yep. well, you're both sort of with Sky, sort of thing. Yeah. Big Scott Forrest, two cruiserweight, two giant jocks going at it, man. Oh, yes, please. No. Listen, I know it, it's not that it's come up in conversation previously and obviously myself and Scott have got a bit, bit of history there in the amateurs. Um, and yeah, it's, he's obviously got a couple more to get under his belt and things like that, but it's definitely a fight that we would look at down the line. And as you say, especially if there was a sweetener of a, a vacant title, you know, things can chop and change very much over the next year or so with the Laval Chamberlain things mm -hmm. like that. So if it, if it, was, if it was right, and it made sense um, for both parties. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't, you know, let's go for that. You mentioned this history uh, between the two of you. Now, Scott, I said to Scott, well, he said that you had both fought in the amateurs now. You know, yes. Matt Brecken, who won? And he, he said that he won. But is that a little taste of uh, revenge for you going into the, if you ever face each other in the pro ranks? I know, listen, there's that. Scott, Scott was very keen to mention, I, I saw that he had done there. Oh, and I won. Um, a very, very close fight. Scott was, he was a GB podium boxer and things like that. And me was, you know, I was just doing what I was doing. And um, came very close to stopping Scott. He was, he was born a gasket in that last round and I put it right on him. Um, and it was a total barnstormer, do you know what I mean? Um, it took the roof off the place at Ravens Craig. But what, what Scott failed to mention was, he said, oh, I won. 
But the following year, after they took a bit of a bleaching, and this one was the decider for the Commonwealth Games. Now, Scott being the GB podium squad boxer, will have known, and I think he boxed in some, like the Tamar tournament and something like that, two weeks before the Scottish, and the hand wrapping scenario had changed to the professional style of wraps. You had to get your hands wrapped like, professionally with the gauze, with the tape. It wasn't just hand wraps. So I had walked to the ring, was in the ring. They then called Scott's name. I was in the ring for about 15, 20 minutes, and there was all this back and forth and folk running and this scandal. And Scott didn't come to the ring because he had hand wraps on, not the gauze and the the, the you know the proper regulatory stuff. Um, and I won via walkover and went went to the finals of the Scottish. So I've I've never been an advocate of saying all this and that. But take from that what you want. Scott's team will have absolutely known he was a GB podium squad boxer that he had to have his hands professionally wrapped, not just training hand wraps. I think that they knew because of what happened the year before, and then he was coming into this fight. This was a, a serious banana skin because I, you know, I, I was right up for it, you mm. know, and it was a case of getting revenge. So t- take for that what you want, if you know what I mean. It's no, I'm not into all the sort of whispers and the stories, but um, I, he won the first one, but I won the second one via walkover because he didn't come to the ring. So he failed to mention that. Oh. <laughs> I've stirred up some shit without even trying to stir nah. up some shit. <laughs> aye, aye, uh, aye. Well, this one, obviously, like I said to you, I'm selfish when it comes to uh, me seeing two Scottish guys going at it, man. I love it. I love the fight. I love, like, Lee McGregor, Cash for it comes to mind. Look what happened in that mm-hmm. fight. We were unlucky mm-hmm. for Cash retiring so early and obviously for health reasons and we didn't get to see the rematch because I thought that would have been amazing. But when you get two Scottish guys going at it, it seldom mm-hmm. happens. But when it does... You, you can expect fireworks. Now, especially when you get two big guys that can hit and come forward and throw punches in bunches. Um, mm-hmm. Man, this has just got nothing but war written all over it for me. Ah, big time. I mean, if, if you ask anybody that was in Ravenscraig that day that we did get in the ring, I mean, it was I. Everybody will remember that. Oh, I left a mark on everybody. But um, no, definitely, because I think periodically over the years, like some of the great Scottish dust-ups, you mentioned like McGregor, Farouk, it's always been notoriously at the, the smaller weights, isn't it? Like Scottish guys have always produced smaller guys, but here we've got two big boys that are eating their vegetables a couple of years on, do you know what I mean? Um, so no, it was definitely something we would look at. I mean, how much do you want it? At this point, it's it's who needs it at this point for me, and I'm not being, you know me, Andy, I mean, I, I don't shy away for any fights, but it doesn't make any sense for me at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to push, you know, press back into the top 10 and push on for titles and, you know, aye, it, it just doesn't make sense. Scott, how many fights has Scott had at the moment? Five, I think. Six. Six. Right. Six. You know, so I'm into the double figures and I all right, the IBO, albeit a minor title, that's there. Having just fought for the British, really made a good a good um, cause for winning it. Um, apart from the injury. So I'm, I'm really looking... You hear fighters say it all the time, I'm looking forward, I'm not looking back. And at the moment, it doesn't make any sense for me to fight, Scott. Fast forward a year down the line, the British title's vacant. We've both done our thing. Let's go. Well, that's what I was going to say. Does it need to have a... You mentioned there, you're not looking back and it, needs, it doesn't really... Just fighting Scott doesn't really do anything for you. But if the, yeah. if the British was vacant, Sky liked yep. the fight, uh, yeah. Boxer liked the fight, 
two Scottish guys going for the British title. I mean, mm-hmm. that would make sense to you then. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think I'm back out. I'm back out at the end of March on one of Sam's shows. Gets me back decent level opponent, some international lad. Gets me back with a win, and then at that, off the back of that, you know, I'm always looking for the stoppage, Andy. But st- stop my opponent at the end of March, and and then you're you're. I'm sitting at thirteenth in Britain. I don't look too much into box rec. It's, it moves in mysterious ways Maybe at times. Points. Maybe a point system. Um, but if that, that breaks me back into the top ten, I mean, really, I'm looking to press on for, aye, for, for titles. So, but give it, give it a year, give it a year. Um, let's go get get some more experience and things like that. Um, and pff, listen, let's look at it. Let's get it on a big show in the hydro. Well, that's that's that. I mean, that's uh, music to my ears, then, Big Davy boy. Um, mm-hmm. Well, let's talk. You were you, you said uh, you're ranked 13th in boxing, but that's just testament to how deep. This cruiserweight division is domestically. Yeah. I mean, you had Riakpor fighting uh, Glaunaki as well on Saturday night, and you had big Jack Massey taking on Joseph Parker as well, who's coming back down to cruiserweight, I believe. So, um, I mean, right now that cruiserweight division, obviously people know about Chris Billum-Smith, they know about mm-hmm. Foley, they know about all these guys. So, again, it's just testament to how stacked and how yeah. dangerous the division is. Yep. No, definitely. I mean, the, the last two you just referred to, obviously, Billam Smith and Coley. I know, but I mean, these guys are up, are, are borderline into the stratosphere now. Mm. Um, they're really going to be pressing on, on to seriously bigger things. But just just where you mentioned them there, I mean, hats off to Jack Massey at the weekend. I was ringside there, um, and he, he was brilliant. Jack Massey was tremendous. I don't think Parker was at his best, but let's not take anything away from Massey. I mean that was that was some that was really heavy weather at times for him there because Parker's a big big dude, but he, he went he went the distance to an ex world champion at heavyweight serious. Money talks, David Boy. If somebody offered you a heavyweight class with one of the top oh. five heavyweights in the world, would you take it? Listen, mate, I'd fight my granny for the right money. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say me there. I'd be like, nah. Like me. Um, aye, listen. Great to see you again at the weekend, you and your lovely wife, man. It was an absolute. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy your company, mate. And uh, yeah, yeah. Selfishly, I want to see the Scott Force fight, but you're probably right. It needs to be for the vacant British title or something along them lines. Yeah. Um, get up here, but listen, keep training hard, big man. Get back to that silicone and that paint and uh, whatever it is you're doing. And I'll speak to you soon, brother. Brilliant, mate. Thanks for speaking to Zandy. Cheers, mate. Anytime, mate. Cheers, David. Brilliant. Sports Social Podcast Network.